There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If there is one thing that absolutely every Star Trek fan can agree on, please let us know because we're still searching for that holy grail. However, there's generally a lot of discourse over where the individual shows rank up against each other. While there is already a list ranking the series from original up to Enterprise, where do the modern Star Treks go? Should the top spot go to Discovery, which is pushing the franchise ever onward, or Picard, which is balancing nostalgia with a slightly more cynical look at the Federation? Or what about the animated show, or the short treks? Then again, there's also that one show with the guy with the really nice hair. Taking into account audience review, along with critic consensus, this list will look at the six series that have been, at the time of writing, released. Who knows if or when the Section 31 show will finally land, or if the dream of an anthology series will ever get off the ground. With all that being said, I'm Bree from Trek Culture, and let's start with the series that, for better or worse, has impressed the least. Number 6. Star Trek Short Treks Short Treks is a fascinating idea. These are generally self-contained stories that allow an exploration of style and plot without needing to influence their wider series. There are some that serve as prequels, such as The Runaway or The Brightest Star, while others seem to exist in a universe of their own. Calypso, we are looking at you. The biggest issue with short treks is that, at least at the time of this writing, they seem to have been set to die out. There clearly was a strong idea in terms of these small anthologies. Harry Mudd returned, and Ephraim was introduced. The audience also discovered what exactly the trouble with Edward was, for better or worse. The prequel to Star Trek Picard was perhaps the second most fascinating of them all, as it was told entirely from the perspective of children attending school, hearing about the attack on Mars as it happened. If you were school-aged during the September 11th attacks, you can see the parallels, which, for a short film, was handled well. Calypso, however, is easily the strongest of the bunch. Though, Discovery's refusal to acknowledge it in the seasons that followed has disappointed fans and reviewers alike. Overall, the short treks make for uneven viewing. Some shine like stars, while others go down like furry little tribbles. Number 5. Star Trek Picard Star Trek Picard arguably had the strongest pilot in the current batch of shows. Remembrance balanced nostalgia with Jean-Luc's future life quite well. It introduced us to relevant characters and gave us a look at what late 24th century Federation looked like. It wasn't perfect, but hey, what is? While the introduction of Narek was given slightly more weight than the character probably deserved, the reveal of the artifact definitely made up for it in spades. Season 1 then varied wildly in tone and quality, 
The pacing drifted, characters came and went without much point, and stories began and ended without affecting the overall plot. And then, of course, there was the copy-paste fleet. Season 2 was then a massive step up, with the Stargazer delivering on so many promises to do better. The rest of the season suffered again from pacing and slightly broken logic issues. Though, there was undeniably a step up from the previous season. Picard drew some ire for how cold of a future it depicted initially, so the hop and skip into the darker universe at the beginning of the second season seemed to be a little bit of an on-the-nose attempt to reduce worries. By the season's close, much of the plot issues were, somewhat, resolved, if a little quickly. The third season, which will be the final season, will decide where exactly Picard lands in Star Trek history. Number 4. Star Trek Discovery Star Trek Discovery is primarily the reason that there are so many new shows currently airing. It arrived with a bang in 2017, completely changing the format of the franchise and infuriating many audience members along the way. To put it mildly, Discovery divided opinions. The first season was something of a triumph that it even made it to air. Internal strife and staff losses meant that the usual production time was taken up with unsettled and rapid revisions. While the introduction of the Enterprise had always been planned for the final season, it did feel as though the show went through a soft reboot between seasons. The third and fourth seasons of Discovery, by and large, were the true arrival of the series. Sonequa Martin-Green had settled nicely into the role of Captain Burnham, while Doug Jones remained the MVP as Saru. The fourth season introduced President Rillick, the part Cardassian, part Bajoran leader of the Federation, adding a layer of political intrigue that befitted the show. While there are many who still don't enjoy the show, it's dared to push boundaries within the franchise itself and in the current political climate. It may not be everybody's cup of tea, but it's a strong example of the final frontier all the same. Number 3. Star Trek Prodigy The announcement of Star Trek Prodigy was met with mixed reactions. This was to be a new Star Trek show set in the Delta Quadrant following a group of teenagers who found a derelict Starfleet vessel. Then, it was revealed that Kate Mulgrew would be reprising her role as Janeway, albeit in holographic form. The first episode offered a show that was at the same time for younger audiences, but carried enough weight for mature viewers. While the series to date has kept the tone relatively safe, with the exception of the frankly terrifying Dreadnought, it has pushed an ongoing narrative arc while still bringing that episodic format that suited the older series so well. The music is an absolute delight, the protostar itself is a marvel, and the characters are likable. Star Trek Prodigy is a fantastic addition to the franchise overall, opening the door for younger viewers to join in without being too heavy with lore. It doesn't hold back either, with one episode so far relying entirely on nostalgia to get its point across, something it manages with ease. Of all the new series, it might actually be the most impressive, as it dares to be different while also embracing the old. Number 2. Star Trek Lower Decks <sighs> It pains me to place this one at number 2, as it very nearly took the top spot, and in fact, there was some heated discussion within the Trek culture crew going on about whether this belonged at the first or second spot. Star Trek Lower Decks is as close to perfect as any animated version of Star Trek has been. The casting, the style, the comedy is top-notch. The new characters are great, and the easter eggs shatter the minds of those manning cetacean observations. Lower Decks was a surprise. The only animation, bar a couple of short treks, that had come before was of course the original animated series. So, with the greatest of respect to Filmation, the expectations were somewhat low. And then, Lower Decks came out swinging. Each episode garners more and more love for the show and franchise as a whole. 
The Cerritos itself, while a bit of a shock to the system at first glance, has come to be one of the most beloved underdog ships in the fleet. Mariner, Boimler, Rutherford, and Tendi have all won over the hearts of audiences, while Badgie remains absolutely terrifying and I'm not convinced he's really gone. The introduction of the Titan was one of the most wonderful moments in recent Star Trek history, although the depictions of the lower decks on Starfleet, Klingon, Vulcan, Paklet, and Borg ships has to take the top prize. If not for the other series, this show would have absolutely walked the list. Number one, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Easily one of the most impressive live-action shows to debut since Enterprise is Strange New Worlds. It owes a debt to Discovery before it, which served as a soft pilot for the show. Following the crew of the Enterprise in the years that Christopher Pike commanded it, this was a return to episodic television that had been lacking from both Discovery and Picard. The casting is perfect. Anson Mount leads as Pike, though Rebecca Romain gives a wonderful new spin on Una Chin Riley. Ethan Peck reprises his role of Spock that was introduced in Discovery and delivers far more comedy than many expected. Outside of the trifecta, Celia Rose Gooding, Jess Bush, Babsul Smukun, Melissa Navia, Bruce Novak, and Christina Chong are among the most likable and quickly developed cast that the franchise has seen in years. Though the first season has yet to finish airing, the show landed with a very welcome bang, and has provided examples of tension, comedy, swashbuckling, and of course, hijinks. It's the Star Trek that fans have been waiting for for years. Nothing is ever perfect in this world, bar Anson Mount's hair of course, but it's shows like this that make it so easy for us to say, ah, I love my job. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.